Are you ready for God's word today? Yeah. You know, this is a series. Ang sinabi ng Diyos sa, sa atin, sa church, bilang uh, group of His children, I believe the Lord is saying, ito yung theme for the year, increase your capacity. Increasing your capacity to have, to hold and contain more and manage more. To, to, to handle it, no? Kung, kung, uh, kung nakikita ng Diyos na kaya mong i-manage ng, ng konti, di, pwede niyang i-increase na yung capacity mo to handle much. Kung hindi ka nagiging faithful sa maliit, hindi maraming ka magiging faithful pag dating sa ibang level na marami. So it's very important that we handle and hold and, and we can have more of what God is doing for us. So today I want to share with you the, the next level about this topic, uh, increasing capacity. And this is called doing hard things. So we will do hard things. And getting out of your comfort zone. So when, when we say go out of your comfort zone, you might say, no, ayoko noon. Maaring sasabihin mo na, ay, ayoko yung sinasabi mong increase your capacity. Kasi di ba, last week, ang, ang pinag-usapin is, kailangan natin mag-stretch. Parang sa weightlifting, pag no pain, no gain. Ay, ayoko nun, ayoko nun. So, maaring yung iba sa atin sasabihin na, ayoko na mag-increase ng capacity. Okay na ako dito sa ganitong level. Katatamang-taman lang sa akin, okay na yan. Gusto ko lang mag-lie low. Gusto ko mag-take it easy. You know, just chill. Ayoko nang pahirapan ng sarili ko. Ayoko nang mag-stretch. I just want to get by. Okay lang sa akin. Sapat na sa akin ito. Pero masasabi ko sa'yo, that's a very selfish way of living. That's a, and that you will be unhappy. Bakit? Kasi, your life is not just about you. It's not just para sa'yo. Ang buhay mo, it's not just for you, your tiyan, yung refrigerator mo, yung comfort mo, pamasahe mo, pag-aaral mo, gastos mo. It's not just about you. You need to increase your capacity kasi may katawagan ng Diyos para sa'yo. And it's not just ikaw lang. How about others? How about yung plano ng Diyos na to overflow you so that you can be a blessing sa mga iba. Yung, yung increase ng capacity na sinasabi is not para lang maging fat, para lang maging happy, para maging sitting pretty ka lang. No, the increasing of your capacity so that you can change the world. Kalooban ng Diyos that you are salt and light that you are influencing others, you're blessing others and overflowing to, to your family at pati sa mga ibang families. Tatawagan ng Diyos sa ating lahat that we are an asset at your workplace, sa school, and even sa church. That you, you, you bring something, hindi yung nakaupo ka lang. Habang tumatagal, nasisira lang yung upuan. Nung wala ka namang you know, God is God is wanting us to to move, to 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 shake the world, change the world, and make it 
better. So God, you know, God, you have to. You have to increase. You need to so that you can be more and do more and use more and live the life and a mission and a calling that is bigger than you. Buhay natin dapat bigger than me. Yung mission sa buhay ko is larger than me. It's about more than just me. And sa katunayan, when you step out, when you endeavor to do something, to change the world, to be a part of God's mission for your life, malalaman mo, it's hard. Life is hard when you step out to do something great. Hindi madali. Well, you say, I, I just want yung mura. Kung pwede, libre. Kung hindi libre, mura. Gusto ko lang yung, yung buhay na madali lang. Yung kayang-kayang kung walang, walang hirap. But when you live a life of success and significance, it's hard. Sabi mo, do hard things. <laughs> Mahirap. Mahal. Impossible. But that is the real life God wants for us. Na magagawa mo yung impossibleing gawain. Mag ma, 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 ma afford mo yung hindi mo ma afford. To do things that are miraculous and live a supernatural life, hindi yung natural lang. And when you step into God's purposes for your life, it will lead you to do hard things. What's the hardest thing you had to do? Go on. Start a business. Confront someone. Is that risky? Scary? Maybe, maybe it was hard for you to, to go to college. Or maybe it was hard to you to, to study math. <laughs> maybe it was hard for you to, you know, to, to, to work and stay in that job that is so hard. Dumbing pressures. Maybe it's hard for you to get married. It was hard for me to make a decision to get married. You know, I never dreamed of being a pastor. Sa totoo lang, hindi ito ang pangarap ko nung bata pa ako. The year was 1989. Gringo Honasan and his rebels staged a kudita against Cory Aquino. I came to the Philippines bilang isang volunteer. Volunteer lang. Intern. Uh, gusto ko lang mag-serve. Parang just wanted to be a helper. Wala sa isip ko ng ganito. Nagagawin ko. Ang, feel, ang pagkaalam ko na ilang buwan lang ako sa Philippines. Just intern. Nasa Ardeneta ako. At merong ako nakatanggap ng mail. Snail mail, 1989, okay? Yung binibigay ng postman. Special di abot. Yan, nabot. And in that mail was from a, a person in America na hindi ko kilala pero nakuha yung name ko. And alam niya na sa Philippines ako. And meron siyang pen pal in the Philippines. Now, some of you don't know what's a pen pal. Okay? Some of you don't know what's a pen. But it looks like this, and you, you, you write with it. Okay, anyway. Meron siyang pinpal, and itong pinpal na sa 
was from San Fernando and sh- ako ang pinaka nakuha niyang contact na pinaka malapit sa San Fernando La Union. And this couple, this b- young businessman was requesting to be baptized. They wanted to, they were sharing about, about Jesus through snail mail back and forth. One month later, nakatanggap ng sobre. And then, so, sinabi niya, can you visit this, this person? They want to be baptized. So, that was my first exposure to San Fernando La Union. I came to San Fernando. We met with this young businessman and his wife. And I baptized this couple at the newly opened Bali High in Balong. <laughs> And uh, some months later, I met another businessman, and from there, he invited me to come start a church in San Fernando. Little did I know, these were parts of the puzzle. This was God's calling for my life, to do something big. I was like Moses, choose somebody else, not me, I'm not, I'm not trained, wala akong experience, wala akong, gusto kong mag-business sa US, gusto kong umaman, gusto kong mag-enjoy, mag-tour, I was a chef, I didn't want to be uh, a preacher, I'm just uh, back, you know, behind the scenes, tagatulong lang, volunteer lang ako, I just gusto ko lang mag-serve, sino sa inyo nakaka-relate sa akin, you know? And that was enough. Ayoko ng responsibility. Ayoko ng spotlight. I just want to be in the background. Little did I know, God was calling me to come back to the Philippines. Kasi nakauwi na ako. God was calling me to, uh, you know, before I went back sa US, pumunta ako dito sa San Fernando and I prayed. Nag-prayer walk ako sa plaza, makyat ako sa pagoda. I just prayed, Lord, kung... I hope you will send someone to San Fernando <laughs> to start the church there. And, to, ha. and so the Lord birthed, the Lord birthed a compassion in my heart and a mission to do something really big, mind-blowing, difficult, expensive, Long term. And ever since, God has always been calling me to do hard things. Sabin mo, do hard things. Because <laughs> life is not about the easy street. Katawagan ng Joseo is not to be average, not to stay comfortable. A successful and significant life involves doing hard things. And doing hard things requires getting out of your comfort zone. I right, say comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone to do hard things. What is a comfort zone? It's that area, yung, yung place na kung saan you feel safe and secured, comfortable. And when you leave that comfort zone. Pag lumabas ka sa area na you're, you're safe and it's familiar sa'yo, napaka-comfortable ka doon. When you leave that place, there are different emotions, no? There's fear, there's worry, there's, you know, awkward. And there's a, a stretch that happens to every person. It's like we call it uh, the boat of safety. And you have to get 
out of that, you know? I mean, how do, in the old days, they taught us to swim. Sino sa'yo marunong lumangoy? But they, they, in Texas, they teach you to swim by throwing you into the deep water. Now, that's not my comfort zone, but you learn to swim fast. How do you get to swim? By getting out of the shallow zone and into the deep zone. You know, how would you learn to play basketball? Get in the game. There's going to be stretch. There's going to be difficulties. I remember the story of Jesus when he told his disciples, Punta na kayo sa kabila side of the, the sea. And na, na, na dudun sila sa dagat, nasa bangka sila, and a terrible storm came. And Jesus, later on, after, siyempre natatakot sila, and Jesus came to them, and his plan is just to walk by them. But he's walking on the water. He's walking on the water. He's on the ocean and it's a storm and he's walking and he planned to walk past them, but they saw him. And I call it like ghost. So it's a ghost. And Jesus said, no. And he said, don't be afraid. It's me. And Peter, who is often, you know, he's often criticized because he sank. And Jesus rebuked him. Why did you doubt? You know, where's your faith? But Peter, give him credit. He's the only one that got out of the boat. Give him the credit. Because he said, Jesus, if that's you, can you call me to come to you? Can I do a hard thing? If that's really you, I know my papa tunayan by you empowering me to do something impossible. Gaya mo. And so Jesus said, come. And Peter got out of the boat. Is that scary? They're already afraid in the boat. Now he's getting out of the boat. Nakalakad siya sa water. For a, a while. I don't know how, how many steps or how many. But still, he got out of the boat. And friends, I want to tell it to you. that Of course, he sank because... His eyes were no longer on Jesus. He turned his attention. Listen to me carefully. Don't turn your attention away from Jesus. Keep your attention on. He turned his attention to the waves. Nakita niya yung ulan, yung wind, and then he started to sink. Jesus saved me, so Jesus helped him up, and they both got in to the boat, and to the mission, yung journey. But here's the thing. If you want to walk on water, if you want to do the hard things in life, if you want to make a difference, change the world, you want to walk on water, you got to get out of the boat. You got to get out of your comfort zone. Number one, to get out of your comfort zone, you have to fight fear. You have to fight fear over and over again sa Biblia. Among angels, nang, nang bumisiti sila sa mga tao, the first thing angels would say to people is, don't be afraid. 
Yan ang una kasi, mga takot. Nakatakot mga tao. Siguro ang angels, hindi sila yung cute little, you know, boy, may halo. Siguro they're really big, you know, strong. And they would say, don't fear. When God came to people and spoke to them, like Joshua, he said, Joshua, I'm commanding you. Do not be afraid. You need to be courageous. Be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Paulit-ulit. And Jesus, many times, he's walking on the water. Do not fear. He appeared to them in a room. He just walked through the walls. Don't be afraid. Paulit-ulit. Sabi niya, don't be afraid. You know, maaring sasabihin mo na, hindi naman ako takot. Sabay, macho. I'm not afraid. Now, come on. All of us have feelings of fear. It's a human emotion. Feelings of fear. What will they say about me? Yeah? Sino sa inyo sensitive na baka mapahiya ka sa harapan ng mga ibang tao? That's fear. How many of you struggle with worry? That's fear. Takot sa future. Takot sa retirement. Takot na makasakit. We all have feelings of fear. Not just physical harm, kundi iba-iba fear of rejection. Emotional harm. And friends, Fear leads to so many bad things. Worry, stress, galit comes from fear. Selfish living. So friends, you got to make a decision today. You're going to fight fear. Oh, I know all about fighting fear. Because when God called me to go to Palawan and connect with Bambi, did you know that's how we got married, no? She prayed, I obeyed. So God was leading me. God was calling me after some year and a half. Na hindi ko siya nakita. I was like, I don't know. Baka engaged niyan or what? Hindi ko alam. But God was calling me na hanapin mo si Bambi. Puntaan mo siya. So I bought a ticket. I went to, this is so fearful for me. Kasi parang sa akin is, I just want to be single. I don't want, you know, gulo sa buhay ko. Nakita ko na maraming, nakita ko maraming marriages, you know, they, they fight, they fall apart, they break up, and ang, ang hirap. So I don't need that in my life. If you're single, you listen to me good. And I, was, I was afraid. I was afraid of a long commitment. You know, if we just go out for pizza once, recreational, okay lang. Better you marriage? No. No, I'm afraid. Pero hindi ko alam na takot pala yan. Until eventually, God kept talking to me, and kept talking pa ulit-ulit. I kept thinking about other things. My mind was on the church, the vision, the focus. Pero God, nangungulit siya talaga sa akin. Go to Bambi, go to Bambi. Hanggang sasabi ko, I realized there was fear in my heart. Fear of rejection, fear of the future, fear of losing my comfort zone as a single. But I knew fear is never, never from God. Fear is never from God. So I said, I am not going to live my life in fear. And I made a decision not to marry Bambi, 
But I made a decision that I'm going to fight fear. And when I started fighting fear and doing what God was leading me to do, step by step, so many breakthroughs came. And I'm glad that I fought fear. And, and, and I learned to fight fear until now. I, I don't live my life in fear. Do I have feelings of fear? All the time. But listen, you know, Franklin Roosevelt said, courage is not the absence of fear, but it's the assessment that something else is more important. It doesn't mean wala kong fear na feelings, pero I believe that following God's will is more important. What, what time is it? Is that, is that the correct time? Are you guys still okay? Yeah. Should I end right now because it's 9.30? Okay. <laughs> All right, you're going to go a little over time. Is it okay? Because I have a lot of important things to share with you. Or you could come back next service. But um, Let me see if I can just give you the gist. Para ikokondensko. Fear is a hard lang, no? To doing God's will. So you've got to fight fear. You know, there's so many verses in the Bible that says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. Uh, Romans 8:15. Hindi kayo inaalipin ng spirito ng binigay ng Diyos sa inyo. No? Kaya di ko, di ka, kayo dapat matakot. Yan, di kayo dapat matakot. Instead, nag- Maging mga anak kayo ng Diyos sa tulong ng power. What else? The Spirit. The, the Spirit that cries out, Abba, Father. You're not afraid of your daddy. In fact, daddy is protecting you. It's not always comfortable at home. But when you're under the protection of your daddy, there's nothing to fear. Diba, sa... sa I talked about welcome home. And we go, it's not about comfort, but it, there is an ease. There is an atmosphere of peace and, and ease. And, you know, parang sabay, sabay mo. You're not always comfortable. Minsan, you're, you're working fast, working hard, and daming dapat gawin. But you're not afraid. Walang kaba. Hindi ka uupi. You know, you're, you're in your... You're in your atmosphere that you feel safe, positive, and encouraging. And that's the atmosphere of SFCC. You will not always be comfortable here. Pero hindi dapat matakot. Kung may feeling of takot, now you fight it. You fight it, you fight it. Because where perfect love is, it drives out fear. Never nagaling sa Diyos ang takot. It's not from God. Love is from God. And faith pleases God. And faith is the opposite reaction than fear. The second thing I want you to do is fail <laughs> forward. What? You're going to tell me to fail? <laughs> I'm not asking you to fail. But you will fail. We all do. I'm just asking you to fail forward. 
not backwards. Fail into grace, not out of it. Fail towards growth and the mission of God for your life, not outside of that. I hate failure. I'm telling you, I hate to be wrong. I hate doing wrong. I would rather na may makasala sa akin kaysa ako ang makakasala sa akin. I hate to do the wrong thing. I hate being wrong. But you know, fear, feelings of fear and risks are a part of life. They're part of what we have to, to deal with in order to succeed in life. You got to be willing to fail, willing to make mistakes. Like Peter, he was willing to sink, pero he risked it. And faith pleases God. Bottom line, faith will please God. Maski na nakasala ka, you failed. Maski na you didn't succeed, at least you tried it. Because real failure is you never tried. There was one guy I read about na he had the chance na makatapos ng high school ng early in three years lang. Pero ang feeling niya, he doesn't want to try. Baka mapahiya lang. Kaya hindi niya tinapos ng high school early. Then meron siyang brilliant idea for a business. Pero ayon niya na baka, baka daw malose yung konting investment niya. Tapos meron siyang pagkakataon na mag-aral sa college, four-year course. Pero hindi niya tinuloy kasi baka hindi ko matatapos ng four years. There was a woman that he loved. And he really wanted her to be his wife. But he never asked her out. Because she might not accept me, she might reject me, baka hindi ako yung type niya. The truth is, he never failed at anything. He never did anything. <laughs> if you want to go places and meet people, if you want to make your life count, you have to be willing to, to risk failure. But just set your mindset that kung sakaling na pumalpak ako, I have a safety net. Not a comfort zone, but I do have a safety net. Parang yung mga trapeze, swingers, yung mga ganun. I have a safety net, and that is the love and the grace of God. Mawawalang lahat. God still loves me. I'm still his child. You know? Pumalpak man ako, I'm still going to heaven. And you got to do hard things in life and go places and meet people and to be significant. Kailangan talaga na mag-risk ng failure. But the good news is, it's an opportunity to grow. Now, what gave Peter the idea to get out of the boat? What gave him the idea, the crazy idea that it's even possible? It's because he knew that Jesus would still love him. Maraming, maraming beses tayo nagsasabi na, what if? O sa Pilipinas, no? Baka. Maraming kumakain ng baka, huh? Ano yung Baka. Yung baka, baka mapahiya ako. Baka masaktan ako. What if, I, what if I try and they reject me? What if pumunta ako pero hindi ako mag-fit in doon? What if I try this but I only fail and I lose money? 
What if I have an emotional breakdown? But, but how about turn it around? What if you try and you don't fail? What if kumita ka, you earn a profit? What if you make a new friend? What if you grow stronger? What if you have a spiritual breakthrough? Right? Sabini Michael Jordan, he was talking about failure. I failed this time. I failed many times. Michael Jordan, and he said, I failed thousands and thousands of times. And that's why I succeed. Thomas Edison, of course, is another one. Thousand and one. Light bulb. <laughs> There's a breakthrough. You see, friends, failure does not have to define you. It's how you respond to failure that shapes you and defines you. People doing things that they don't know if they will succeed or not. They don't know if it will work, that business. You don't know if that person will receive Jesus and invite Moshe. You don't know. But you got to be willing to take the risk. Because you assess it's important. Ang lalaki na talagang mahal na mahal niya yung babae, he's gonna have to fight fear. He's gonna have to be willing to risk. What if she rejects me? Pero pwede rin baliktaran. What if she accepts me? Diba? So think positive then, but be willing to fail. And if you fail, when you fail, fail forward. You know, Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16 says, The righteous man falls seven times and gets back up again. Who falls seven times? How does the Bible describe... What's the adjective that describes this man who's constantly falling? He's constantly sinning. He's constantly failing. Nadada Pasha, many times. What does the Bible call him? Did you think righteous means you're perfect and you never fall? You never fail? No. Our righteousness comes as a gift, it comes as a gift of grace. Through faith. That even though you fail. If you're moving in faith. If you're pursuing God's calling for your life. Your righteousness remains intact. Now I'm not a risky sort of guy. You, you could call me conservative. You know I'm very you know. I, I like sigurado. I'm cautious. That's my nature as a personality type. So. May nagtanong sa akin na, how will you know when to risk? You know, kasi hindi ako for faith, for uh, foolishness. Yung basta gamble. Hindi ako gambler. Hindi ako yung parang, sige nga, shoot first, ask questions later. Hindi ako yung ganun na, na just risk it all. Bahala na. Hindi ako ganun. Ako talagang calculated eh. Educated yung mga risk ko. But I tell you this, whenever ang usapan ay God's will. I'm willing to take a risk. Hindi ako basta nagre-risk ng wala lang, pang entertainment lang, pang trip lang. But you can take risks when you're pursuing the purpose of God for your life. Not just a selfish desire 
ambition. But when you know this could possibly bring me closer to the will of God. This could bring me further into his agenda. Then I'm willing to fail. If I fail, I fail forward. I learn from it. I grow from it. Sa bahay namin, pag merong nabasag, kung merong, you know, something na messed up, and sometimes me, sometimes Bambi, you know, yesterday I spilled a whole cup of coffee on my brand new computer. It's just like, because naka-plug, and then the plug was like that, and there's no nearby na saksakan. So my foot, I tried to step over it, nasabit yung cord. And then, hindi siya nahulog, pero yung coffee, na ka-brula, spill all in the... You know, God is good. He's a miracle. still works. God is so merciful. Pero I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson. Well, no more. Of course, no, no, no. The coffee stays. No more, no more plugging like that, you know. We have to get an extension cord or make other ways. The coffee stays. Mawawala ang computer, hindi pwedeng mawala ang coffee. But you gotta fail. I, fail. I failed. It was, it, was a, it was a bad move. It was a wrong decision. I failed. You know, and it's embarrassing. It's a bad example to my son and all this. But I learned from it. I learned from it. And that's the same thing. You just learn and grow. You know, some of the greatest lessons that you will learn in life comes out of your failures. Kung pumalpak ka in whatever endeavors, basta you're in faith, you stay in faith. That failure is an opportunity for you to grow. Maybe you failed in, maybe you backslid from the Lord. Maybe you committed a sin, really bad sin, with heavy consequences. It's still an opportunity. God can redeem that. If you stay in faith and stay humble, God will redeem you. And your failure will become a forward movement. And the, finally, the last thing is just focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Don't, don't face, some people say, face your fears. No, 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 no. I don't say face your fears. I say fight fears. You face Jesus. You keep your face on Jesus. You keep your eyes locked onto him. Hebrews 12.1. We must keep our eyes on Jesus. Don't face the problems. Don't face the fears. Keep your eye on Jesus who leads us and makes our faith complete. The two spies na pumunta sa promised land. Ten of them came back and they were focused on the giants. They were complaining. They were saying, Hindi natin kaya. Sobrang laki. Sobrang fortified ang city. Wala tayong pag-asa. Pero yung dalawa who stayed in faith, ang focus nila was on the promises, not the problem. Their, their focus was on the grapes, not the giants. Sabi nila, Tingnan mo kung ano yung binigay ng Diyos sa atin. Napakalaking ubas nito. Napakasarap. We can do it. God is with us. Yan ang kanilang focus. Ganon din si David. Siyempre, maliit na bata, di ba? He's just a teen boy. And then, he took on Goliath, na gigante. The Bible says that when he went out to face Goliath, he ran quickly to the battle line. 
Why did he run towards the bat? Usually, you would run away. You would be defensive. But he ran quickly to the battle line. Why? I think because if he doesn't move quick, he's going to spend too much time focusing on how big this guy is. And lalo na makakaroon siya ng fear. It would stir up fears. Don't face fears. Don't, don't detail and analyze and talk about how difficult it is. Ang hirap, ang mahal. No, focus on Jesus. Hindi ko kaya. So what? Kaya niya. Kulang, sa, kulang yung per. Hindi kulang sa kanya. You know, it's, it's a fearful thing to try to build this. With, with our, you know, with our small, this is millions. This is a big deal. And, you know, it's, it's easy to pasok sa isip ko na what if hindi matuloy, what if pumalpak, what if kulang ang budget, what if we go into debt, what if, what if, what if. Pero if you think about all of the, how much will it cost, how much, I'm not even thinking about how much it will cost so much. I'm thinking about how much money God has. Unlimited. I'm thinking about the vision, the purpose, the souls that will be saved. I'm thinking about thousands of people coming in and out to hear the gospel, to worship God, to bring their families. The youth will come to play basketball. The PBA will come to play basketball. I'm thinking of all the... Just focus on Jesus. You know... Sabini Peter, I want to be where you are, Jesus. Let me come to you. Kaya pumasok sa kanyang yung idea na kaya niya because of the presence of Jesus. It would be foolish for Peter to try to walk on the water kung wala si Jesus doon. Pero dahil nandyan si Jesus, I will not fear because even though I walk through the valley of death because you're with me. Focus on Jesus and you can walk on water. You can do things na hindi mo kayang gawin otherwise when your focus is on the presence of Jesus. And no, by the way, Jesus was not in the boat. Jesus was not at the comfort zone. He was at the danger zone. And actually, your comfort zone is often your danger zone. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who will I fear? When God told to Abraham, you leave, you leave. Sabini God kay Abraham, leave your father, leave your country, and go to the place I will show you. But God, this is my comfort zone. Leave it. Get out of it. Kakatakot, no? But he just left. He left it, left his home. And God said, no, I want you to leave your father. When Jesus called his fish, the fishermen, he said, come follow me. They left their nets, their boats, their business, their father, and they followed Jesus. Talk about leaving the comfort zone. I left the United States, my family, the house, the car, the things, the church, the friends, my comfort zone. 
I love it there. I love Texas. I'm a cowboy. I left it. But I'm so glad I left the comfort zone because it's the most exciting, fulfilling life. To be in the center of God's will. You can trust Jesus. You know, stop demanding that Jesus come to you on your turf, on your terms. You go to where he is working. You find out where he's working. You go to him. Don't demand him to come to your comfort zone and bless you. On your terms and your turf. You don't think, okay, Jesus, I'll meet you halfway. No. Come, Jesus, be in my culture. Be in my comfort. No. He's not there to make you comfortable. He's there to increase your capacity so that you can do greater things than these. So I want to stop it with that, but just know that John chapter 12, verse 42 said that many of the leading men, this was the time that Jesus was getting followers, he was preaching, and many of the leading men trusted in him. They did trust him, they believed him, but they didn't confess it. Why? They were afraid. And here's the thing, they loved the praise and approval of men more than God. I know all of you here believe in, you trust Jesus, you trust the Lord. But I'm stretching you to come out of your comfort zone. Don't love your comfort, your culture, your territory, your turf. Don't love your familiar more than you will love Jesus. Focus on him. Fight those fears. Decide, I'm not going to live my life in fear. I'm going to trust the Lord and step out of the boat to do His will, whatever that looks like. And if I fail, the Lord will strengthen me. Forgiveness is there. I'm forgiven. But I'm going to pursue His calling on my life. I'm going to do hard things. Because in the process of doing hard things, I will be always depending on him who loved me and gave himself for me.